The Arizona Cardinals are a Silicon Valley startup. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hi, Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Please subscribe to the YouTube channel as well. On the journey for 3,000 subscribers before the start of the 2023 NFL season in full swing. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Your daily spot for Arizona Cardinals content. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day the arizona cardinals are a silicon valley style startup at this point i'm going to get much more in depth about this michael bidwell discusses how kyler murray may be ahead of schedule uh and what the cardinals have done so far this offseason is so revealing and it's fascinatingly accurate as to what they should be doing i'll discuss more about that in the third segment but let's take a step back here what do i mean when i say the arizona cardinals are a silicon valley style star up until uh, week 18 of the 2022 nfl season the Cardinals did things a specific way, the Bidwell way. What did it mean? Was it always rational? Did it make sense? Doesn't really matter. As an Arizona Cardinals media member, I'm sure you as an Arizona Cardinals fan, were always prepared to be unprepared to react to a move made by the Arizona Cardinals organization. Oh, the last 20 years, it's like, oh, Okay, well, that didn't make sense, but it's the Bidwell way. It's the Arizona Cardinals, so anything is on the table. And I don't say that with any sort of, like, negative slant, because sometimes it was positive. I mean, it's it's just, you never know with the Cardinals. You never know if you're going to end up with Carson Palmer, go 13-3 and three and make an NFC Championship game. You never know. You never know if you're going to, almost lose to Aaron Rodgers on two Hail Marys to Jeff Janis, one out of their own end zone on fourth and 30, whatever, and then one at the end of the game. You never know. And I know those weren't decisions made. That wasn't a decision made. It was just an experience by Arizona Cardinals media members, fans, everybody. There was no real metronome for what the next best course of action would be. There was no dictionary definition as it pertains to moves made by the Cardinals. Letting uh, giving Teron Matthew too much money and then letting him walk, letting Calais Campbell walk and watch him to go fl- uh, flourish in Jacksonville. He he ushered in the Saxonville, uh, you know, terminology, the, the namesake there. When that defense became one of the better defenses in the NFL, the year after he left the Cardinals, Hassan Reddick not picking up his fifth year option and then watching him flourish elsewhere. The scheme set in place to where you don't really have the player de- def- uh, player development vessel to watch players develop 
as Arizona Cardinals, you have to wait till they go elsewhere to watch them from afar. Just everything has just been kind of convoluted. It's been kind of one-off. It's like you're watching a movie, but the audio is half a second behind. It's like it almost makes sense, but enough to piss you off where it doesn't make sense for things to sprout. And those don't normally have the best outcomes for the Arizona Cardinals. I know that that was kind of an abstract way to look at it, but I hope when you're listening slash watching this, that that makes sense. Because I thought about what I wanted to say, and that's kind of just everything's a little off. Everything's been, it's just been like, ugh, why not one little extra tweak here and everything could be different? Where we are now witnessing what Michael Bidwell's done since the start of the 2023 offseason is different. It's different. Different doesn't always mean good, but when it comes to the Arizona Cardinals, different is a thousand percent good. Because what it breeds is possibility. What it breeds is excitement. What it breeds is a situation where fans specifically can look at a fresh organization and just, I mean, if I'm a fan, I'm excited right now. I'd be excited right now. Sure. Buyer beware. But you're an Arizona Cardinals fan. It comes with the territory. When I say the Arizona Cardinals are a Silicon Valley style startup, what I mean is every single coach that they've hired this offseason so far is young, respected around the league and in college, because there were a couple guys coming over from Florida. And for better or worse, because we don't know yet, none of them, zero. Oh, I, I don't think that's necessarily true. I think Ben Steele who's now the tight end coach, has been, oh no, he has not, he was a tight end coach in 2017 and 2018. Aside from him, no other, especially coordinators and head coach, have not held the position they currently hold. So all of the experience they have, whether it be as a player, a scout, a coach, they've never held the position they currently hold with the Arizona Cardinals. And that's how startups are built. Talented people who have never been CEOs, talented people who have never all worked together, come together and build something. And that's what the Arizona Cardinals are doing right now. They are the NFL version of a startup. And this isn't a play on words where it's like, oh, starting fresh for the future. Let's call it a startup. No, they're a startup. This is Jeff Bezos in his garage. This is Apple in their garage. Microsoft in their garage before blowing up. Now, is this plan going to work? We don't know. Is it going to turn into a version of Mad Libs five years from now and be as ridiculously, you know, talked about and mocked as what it could potentially be with a bunch of guys who never held the positions that they're holding now all thrown into one coaching room together? Maybe. We don't know. But what we do know right now is the future has never been full of more possibilities for the Arizona Cardinals than it is right now. And possibilities breed success. Possibilities breed growing pains. Possibilities breed everything you want when you're looking towards the future of the Arizona Cardinals 2.0. You want the restrictor plate 
taken off. The restrictor play for the Arizona Cardinals has been Steve Kime. The restrictor play for the Arizona Cardinals has been Cliff Kingsbury in some form or fashion. Even if you're a Cliff Truther, that's fine. But bringing people in with the history and background, not only playing, but skill set and strengths of these young gentlemen and putting them in one coach's room to usher in Arizona Cardinals 2.0 is not only going to be fascinating, not only going to be exciting, not only going to be a tight wire act without a safety net, but it's also going to put Arizona Cardinals fans, employees, media members in an uncomfortably like in an uncomfortably comfortable position to witness something we may we've never witnessed with the Arizona Cardinals as an organization. New cutting edge, up to date with the rest of the NFL. And that's where we are. So these experiences, these emotions that people are feeling right now are what other fans and media members have felt in some form or fashion pretty much in perpetuity because most other organizations are on the cutting edge in some capacity, whether it be analytics or young coaches or scheme or a lack of a, of, of a particular scheme on defense. Like Jonathan Gannon came in and said, it's like they run 4-3, but they don't really have a scheme. It's predicated upon player talents, player skill set, and the opposing offenses. That in and of itself should make brains of old school thinkers turn into scrambled eggs. That's innovation. That's cutting edge. That hasn't been the Arizona Cardinals up until this point. And what's more cutting edge than a Silicon Valley startup that thrives and flourishes? Let's hope that the Arizona Cardinals are more closely tied to a trajectory like that than a startup that starts, runs out of funds in two months and folds. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Michael Bidwell was on the Dave Pash podcast that was posted yesterday. Said a couple interesting things. I'm going to talk about it next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. You know that I know that FanDuel is the best. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel sports app, sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to fanduel.com slash locked on, that's fanduel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with Fanduel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for making me a part of your day. If this is your first listen to Locked On Cardinals, thank you. Maybe make tomorrow your second listen. Why don't you come back? If you've been around since 2017, 2018, 2019, thank you. I pride myself on giving news. Fine. You can find news outlets, you know, and and, and I'll regurgitate in some capacity. But what I like to do on this podcast is... I like to make you think. 
I like to give angles, not just made up for no reason. I don't adhere to the clickbait notion. I don't tweet things just to tweet them. I don't say things just to say them. I believe everything that I say. And sometimes I don't think the way most others think. And that for better or worse, I, for example, I, I think that the Arizona Cardinals are in the best position they've been in 20 years, 25 years, 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. This may be the best position the Arizona Cardinals have ever been in. Because the bandwidth has never been wider. It's never been broader. There's never been more flexibility. There's never been more, you know, just malleable components to this organization. Flexibility. And this could be an experiment gone wrong. It could. I just don't see that with the amount of history, with the amount of experience that these quote-unquote young gentlemen have, young guys have, who have taken over. Like, I mean, guys have 10 years experience. You could be 40, but you play for a couple of years and then you're going right into coaching. Age doesn't really directly correlate to what your performance is going to be. And I know that sounds dumb, but I mean, you look at Sean McVay and Sean McVay's the poster child. Sean McVay, there are people in LA that are like, Sean McVay's the problem. So, you know, it, every situation is different. There are, I mean, how many? Six head coaches right now that are active that have won a Super Bowl? Seven? Just off the top of my head. I don't, I, like, out of 32, it is impossible to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Half the NFL has never done it. Less than half, but that's insane. Okay. So what the Cardinals' main objective is, is to bridge the gap from irrelevancy to perpetual relevance. And why not usher in a completely different look? And that's exactly what they've done. Michael Bidwell, owner of the Arizona Cardinals, was on the Dave Pash podcast. And said Kyler Murray, and this is, you know, I'm paraphrasing, that Kyler Murray seems to be potentially ahead of schedule. He's a young guy, seems to recover quickly, hoping to have him earlier on in the season than not. Because they, they talked about the quarterback room. And I feel like, especially with Colt McCoy being away from the team with an undisclosed injury, I feel like even though Trace McSorley looked okay, like Trace McSorley was, you know that friend that has the most beautiful jump shot form? like a Ray Allen jump shot form or a J.J. Redick jump shot form, and he shoots 18% from three in your rec league, he just can't shoot, but it looks like he can. That's Trace McSorley. Trace McSorley on a football field, the way he throws the ball on the move or in the pocket, the way he runs, it's like, man, that guy should be a starter. And then you see where the ball lands. It's like, oh, okay, that's why That's why he's a, a, a career backup. It's so weird. Like watching Trace McSorley, it's like, man, that dude should be so much better than he is because he's got the mannerisms. He's got that box-perfect three-point stroke, and he shoots 18% from three, translated to the NFL. So I think at this point, uh, I saw that 
Komakoi is a three million or five million dollar cap hit, two and a half million of it is guaranteed to him in 2023. I don't think that there is any downside to keeping Colt McCoy on the roster as the third stringer, but I think they need to bring in a, a, another guy. I think they need to bring in another guy. Now, if we know that Kyler Murray is going to be out for eight to 10 weeks, I have no problem with them signing like a Jimmy Garoppolo because the thing is you obviously want to compete. This isn't like a tank situation at all. This isn't Kyler Murray is the quarterback for the future. If you don't like that, I apologize, but he is at least I don't want to have that uncomfortable conversation yet because there's no reason to. I've gotten some blowback about it. Like when he comes back in 2024, it's going to be year six. When do you stop making excuses for this guy? It's a very valid question about Kyler Murray. Has he done enough to warrant the Cardinals to continue to pay him? At this point, last year was a throwaway and then he tore his ACL. The year before, he was a he was an MVP candidate for 11 weeks. The oh my God moments, for those that have been around Locked On Cardinals, you've heard me talk about this a lot. The oh my God moments are the moments because you're you're smart. You're smart. When you watch, you're like, oh my God, what did he just do? Those on his own, there are plenty. Good coaching yields more of those because he's put in a better situation to succeed. And that's what's been severely lacking over the last four years, in my opinion. We'll see if it's different when he comes back with this new regime. We'll see. But I've always taken the winning player over the coach that's never won anything. And the GM who's held this organization hostage for a decade. That restrictor plate is off. When Kyler Murray comes back healthy, we'll see. But there's no reason to have that hypothetical. Well, is Kyler Murray the guy? Yes. Yes. Could that change? Yes. Is he for now and for the future? Yes. Both can be true. But they do need to bring an outside quarterback. They just do. I'm not saying Jacoby Brissett. I'm not saying these quarterbacks who shouldn't be starting. Jacoby Brissett is not a starter in the NFL. He played fine last year, and I know the tie to Drew Petzing, the quarterback coach for Cleveland, who got a lot out of Jacoby Brissett before, before, um, before Deshaun Watson came back. I get it all. I understand it all. They need to be very, very particular with who they bring in. The better the talent, the better. This isn't like, a, oh, let's get a guy for vet minimum and hope the Cardinals can go two and six before Kyler Murray comes back. What if the Cardinals go four and three? Good defense, good run game, offensive line improved. They figure out an offensive scheme to where they can stay in games, just need to make a play or two to win one-score games. The Cardinals have a murderer's role of a, count of a schedule. They do. But that doesn't mean you just give up. They need to bring a quarterback in. So when Michael Bidwell was on you know, Dave Patch's podcast, they talked about quarterbacks. It's like, you can't just run it back with Colt McCoy. You, you can't. You can't. It's giving up. Colt McCoy, great guy in the locker room, great you know, leader-ish for Kyler Murray, uh, mentor for Kyler Murray. Sure, he should be holding a clipboard and nothing else. What Colt McCoy is good for is two drives to start the game, and that's it. That's it. They need to bring in outside help. The better they can. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo, could be a lot worse. And I'm sure he's going to want a big deal somewhere else, but if he can't find one, the Cardinals offer him 10 mil for one year and he takes it could be a lot worse for the Arizona Cardinals. It really could be. Your team every day here, Locked on Cardinals. Please like, subscribe, turn the notifications on at the YouTube channel. Want to get to 3,000 followers by the start of the 2023 season. Uh, 
Maybe I'll do a giveaway or something once we hit 3,000. The Cardinals, Michael Bidwell, Monty Osford have done something sneakily that is really forming to be something that could be very special. And I'm going to talk about that next. The Arizona Cardinals are a startup. <laughs> they are. They're a startup. Young coaches, experienced young coaches, not only played the game, but also have skill sets that are really hitting, you know, the pain points of what the Arizona Cardinals have faced over the last handful of years. What do I mean? Let's start with Monty Austin Ford and Jonathan Gannon. Deep scouting and player development backgrounds. Check. Steve Kime is a terrible drafter. Boom. Done. Immediately. First and second hires. Boom. Now a weakness is set to be on paper a strength for the Cardinals. Like that. Seems so simple. Took a while to hire the coach. Got Monty Austin for it. Okay. Done. Onward and upward. Now it's like, well, we don't know if they're actually going to be able to draft. I, okay. Yeah. That, fine. That's like an argument like, you can get hit by a car, you know, walking uh, across the street tomorrow. So live your life. Shut up. I, I know. <laughs> you know, I'm not telling you to shut up. I'm saying people like that. It's like, obviously. But... Monty Austin Fort and Jonathan Gannon scouting backgrounds. Cool. Done. 180. Nick Rollis. Linebackers coach. What's been a struggle for the Arizona Cardinals? Isaiah Simmons. Zayvon Collins really came into his own last year. Hopefully he can make that next step, the Pro Bowl third-year step. If they draft Will Anderson. Linebackers coach. Now the DC. Check. You see where I'm going here? Understanding weakness and hiring people who have a strength in your weakness. Jonathan Gannon talking about Kyler Murray. Going to play him under center and in shotgun. Done. Unlocking Kyler Murray. In the process. Hiring. Drew uh, Petson. What was Cleveland good at? Play action. Why were they good at play action? Because they ran the ball effectively. Unlocking the run game. Check. 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 Weakness. 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 And yes, the run game for the Cardinals has been good at times over the last handful of years. James Conner has been a vision. That contract... Like when they signed him for the one year, I think it was under 1.4 million when he absolutely went bonkers. Yes, you give him 10, 12, 15 million guaranteed as a thank you, pay it backward for what he did the year before. It's not the first time that's happened. And when Jonathan, when James Conner's healthy, he's a top 17 back, top 15 back in the league. Fringe. 
So if you can have Kyler Murray under center when he comes back, you got James Conner in the back, and you're probably going to draft at least one running back in the draft with the amount of draft picks they have, whether it be, you know, or if they have Keontae Ingram and they want to Isaiah Pacheco him and give him a more highlighted role. He looked fine last year when he, when he was given a run. It's just so hard to gauge last year's performance as it pertains to momentum for 2023 because they were god-awful last year, what injuries or otherwise. Strengths coming in to expose and fix the weaknesses of the Arizona Cardinals. Michael Bidwell has A+. Is it going to work? We don't know. Nobody knows. But the Cardinals are set up. Everything from the O-line coach to the tight ends coach to the DC to OC to head coach. They're set up to be able to expose themselves and fix the weaknesses in an effort to make them strengths in an effort on a bigger scale to bring the Cardinals back to relevancy much more quickly than what a traditional scale would look like. If you're 4-13, and 13, quarterback coming off ACL injury, don't know how much he's going to miss, roster completely in flux, and you don't do a hard reset, Say Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury were given another year because you blamed Michael Bidwell blamed 2022 on injuries. And I've said this, and I'll continue to say it. If they brought them back this year, if he brought both of them back this year, I would have, you know, shook my fist at the, at the clouds and I would have completely understood, like begrudgingly. It's like that year out of all the throw years, I know Steve Kime is on his medical leave. Fine. Interesting. We haven't heard anything about that. Haven't heard anything about the Sean Coogler situation at all. Just food for thought. Just let's just take a second. I'm going to count back from 10. Think about Sean Coogler and and, and Steve Kyman. Why we haven't heard anything about either of those situations. Just interesting. Just keep it in the back of your mind. I'm not saying there's funny business going on at all. Just interesting. The Cardinals are in a situation to turn their weaknesses into strengths. And with Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury gone, restrictor plates off, and they have the opportunity to overhaul this roster. I'm going to talk about, like, I think I think I'm going to do that tomorrow at least one segment oh you know what i'm not i'm gonna wait because we have we have a great guest tomorrow how many arizona cardinals are for sure going to be on this roster in 2023 even with the roster in flux a 4-13 and 13 team going into this offseason and the 2023 season with Steve Kime and Cliff Kingsbury isn't even in the same galaxy as the Arizona Cardinals going 4-13 in 2022 and pivoting into this offseason with this new GM, this new head coach, and coaching staff with their draft picks, with the offseason, going into training camp in the regular season of 2023. It's not even the same galaxy. This is going to be the year where things start to change with this organization. And this isn't wishful thinking. It's it's here. It's already changed. The script is different. Now, hopefully, the actors who were hired 
to act out this script are as good as advertised. Alice Clancy, Locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.